Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm serving Labia Majora. The whole fucking global while I'm at it. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Get me at the right moment, I got the magic touch. But if you don't get me at the wrong moment, I'm just a, I'm just a crabby old man. <laughs> just like, You're a pragmatic pragmatist. I'm a pragmatic, <laughs> yes. I'm a militant hippie, as my ex-wife used to say. <laughs> I didn't do it! <laughs> I think I saw a deer high on cocaine, he's going that way! Women's fantasies and wild desires. Yeah, I'm calling because I'm super horny. Oh, yeah, I bet you are. Take that big cock out and start smacking it. Home Depot's President's Day sale is starting tomorrow. Don't go to Lowe's. They'll molest you. Lowe's killed your grandmother. Come to Home Depot. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Catsicans, welcome back to another episode of The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. And best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Why not? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, The Commercial Break. It's not for everyone, but fact news or fiction is guaranteed. You heard it here last. I Settle down. Settle down, because I'm a bit of a hero, and I wanted you to know that. Okay. I went from zero to hero the other night, and I know that there's lots of accolades and awards that are coming my way, and I'm I'm slated, I think, to get a, a presidential medal of honor a parade, pretty maybe. soon. Yeah, I think there's going to be a parade. Yeah. I, I don't want to humble brag, but I did save someone's <laughs> life the other night, and wow. it's actually Blue and I together. Like, oh, you worked as Like a team. Batman and Robin. <laughs> yes, Brian and Blue. Only Robin won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ryan and blue. So I don't, you know, I want the emails and the phone calls keep coming. Uh, I'm, I've had a lot of, lot of, the Pope called me. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
uh, those two that are sleeping together on Good Morning of America, Amy Robach <laughs> and whoever the other one is, they want me to come on the show. But I, I, I don't want all the unwanted attention. I was just yeah. being a human being, just being a nice guy. A good you Samaritan. Know, anybody in my position would have done the same thing. And let me explain, because now people are like, well, what did you do that was so heroic? Yeah. I called 911, okay. and that's what I did. Uh, the other night, it was New Year's Day, and oh no, it wasn't New Year's Day, day after New Year's Day. Okay. And I'm laying in bed with the children, and I hear Blue barking, as she often does, over absolutely nothing. Right, so this nothing doesn't new. concern me too much. But I live in a house that has one long hallway. It's uh, just one long hallway from one end of the house to the other, and then the rooms are offset off the hallway, and we have a gate at the end of that hallway to keep the kids from going in or out of a certain part of the house when we are not watching them. So that gate was closed. And I quickly realized in my own head, well, Blue is barking because she wants to come back and sleep with the family. And, you know, uh, most of the time I would just say, whatever, Blue, <laughs> fuck off. But this time I was like, well, you know, it's the holidays. Maybe I'll let her. Aww. I'm just kidding. Of course I let that dog sleep back there. <laughs> yes, She'd fucking bark all night long if I didn't. So I was like, oh, the gate is closed. I should go look and see if, you know, she's probably barking so she can get in. And so when I went to go, I realized the gate was not closed and she was just laying down on the carpet in the front hallway and she was like, hoof, hoof, hoof. And I'm like, what in the world is Blue? Why is she making that noise? I'm like, Blue, shut up. What are you doing? Why are you making that noise? And then I hear this the uh, horn that honks. Beep, 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 just like that. Beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, well, a bunch of people had just left my house. Right. So I was thinking to myself that someone was in something. trouble. Yeah, they, they, were, they something was happening. So I look out the little, I have like this tiny little glass window on my front door. And I look out and someone is actually parked with their wheels on my grass. I have a pretty busy street in front of my house. Yes, the do. wheels on my grass and they have their flashers on. And then they're, then I hear the horn, the horn again. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam. And I'm like, well, that's kind of fucked up. Why is someone just sitting out there honking their horn on this major street and people are having to drive around them? Uh, and, and I was like, well, they must be either smashed, yeah, there's a medical drunk. emergency, or they have a car emergency. Mm -hmm. Why they're making this honking noise, I don't know. Because if you think for one fucking second that I'm – maybe when I was 20 years old, yeah. I would have walked out that door to see what was going on, right? <laughs> I would have had the gusto and the cojones to walk outside and find out for myself exactly what was going on. But it's 2020 fucking three. I'm not about for one second to go out there unprotected, not knowing what's going on. You don't know what's going to happen. You didn't recognize the car. I had no idea yeah, who was in there. smart man. Windows are tinted, too, oh, also, wow. right? And it's dark outside. There's no street light right there, so I can't really see what's going on. I can just see the car. And, and then I noticed that this person is turning on and off their lights, their high beams, their lights. They're like flipping them on and off. The flashers are going on and off. They are spraying the window, the windshield wiper stuff. They're spraying it. They're turning their back windshield what? wiper on, their front wheel. So now I'm like, well, clearly they're either in distress, they're horribly inebriated, they're just, you know, smashed out of their minds. Yeah. Which is what I was. So I, I kind of communed with them. I was like, <laughs> well, I guess we're all fucked up right now. And, or, they're absolutely insane. I don't know what's going on, but I don't want any part That's of it. It's kind of scary at this point. So I call the local police department. I call 911 and I say, hey, listen, I don't know if this is an emergency or not, but there's someone parked out kind of strangely on this major street and they're 
flipping their lights on and off. They're putting their windshield wipers back and forth. And they're honking the horn in a very strange way, like almost jokingly honking the horn. And I said, I, I just don't know what's going on. But I thought, yeah, I'm going to call it in because I'm not going to be the one to go out there. And the guy on the phone was like, yeah, man, don't go out there. No. Yeah, you might get, you know, you never know what's going on. Within 10 seconds of calling 911, the first police officer shows up with, you know, brights, lights, sirens, the whole nine yards, pulls right behind this person, gets out of the car and approaches the driver's side door. Within 30 seconds of the first police officer showing up, a second police officer shows up. And you know the old adage, anybody that has ever been paranoid for one reason or another that the police <laughs> might be out to look at you. <laughs> Let's say you have a little weed in the car or you're coming home from the bar one night and you had a few too many or, you know, you got six ounces of cocaine stuffed in a <laughs> teddy bear in the back seat. Whatever the situation is, there's the old adage, and it is almost absolutely true. When the second officer shows up, you are fucked, right? Yeah. The first officer, you can deal with. If they're just there to make a traffic stop, and they don't think anything's suspicious, they're probably not going to call another officer. Mm -hmm. When two show up, you're in trouble. And God forbid a third one show up, because that means you're going to jail for sure. They're getting ready to pull you out of the car. The second police officer pulls up in the same direction, like, Behind, were you guys like glued to the window looking at this everything? Was Astrid and I turned off the lights in one of the rooms because we didn't want them to know that we right. know that you know we didn't want to be the looky loose. We're asleep. Yeah, we're sleeping. Lights are off in the entire house. Astrid and I go in a room. We pull open the curtains, but we don't have the best view. So then we run into another yeah, of room, <laughs> but we have this like covering over the window because it's a closet window. So we have this covering over the window on the top half of the window so that people can't look in, you know, and see yeah. silhouettes and stuff like that. So now we're looking through the bottom half of the window <laughs> and we're like trying to angle. I've got my phone out. I'm pressing zoom. Yeah. When they, so when the second officer arrives, he pulls around the car, bangs a Yui. And then puts his bumper to bumper on the front bumper of this car. And now I'm like, oh, That's babe, crazy. it's about to get good. Well, Astrid runs down the hallway to get her dad because her dad's all about this too, right? Oh, yeah. And so then we finally... It's like we, an episode of Cops it's happening totally right outside awesome. your door. I'm, I'm doing commentary on the video. And <laughs> so we finally decide, let's just pop open the very front window, like the foyer window, so that we can all see, we can all have yes. a good... At this point, we don't yeah, care. We're yeah. like, oh, whatever. You know, it's cop, happening in your yard. Yeah, and cops are filmed all the time right. in 2023. It's not like they, it's not like they don't, it's not like they're going to get upset about being, they might get upset about being filmed, but it's clear that you can do that, right? Or So we're looking out the window, and I'm, the only thing I'm thinking to myself is, if someone reaches for a gun, and I tell right. Astrid and Daniel this, I'm like, if someone reaches for a gun, hit the floor, right? Yeah, because exactly. I mean, if the shooting happens, we are less than 30 feet away from all this action. Mm -hmm. So we pop the window. Within a minute of the initial police officer showing up, there are at least 10 cop cars, all with their lights on, all with their brights, you know, that little spotlight focused on this car. And now they're putting flashlights in the window so you can kind of see that there's a lady inside. Yeah. She's kind of relaxed. She's in the chillax position in her, in her car, right? She's literally like low riding in the car. And while the cops are talking to her, she's still doing the same thing. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, but she's doing it in this way. This is the sound, you know. Bam, 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 yeah, that's what bam, my bam, friend bam. does when he knocks on our door. Yeah, it's the secret knock, right? <laughs> it's the secret. I want. I need weed. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> when we used to go to D, when D used to come to the house, he'd be like. Uh -huh. And then I know I just leave my door open. I don't care. So, so this they for twenty minutes 
seven or eight police officers are surrounding the car. Most of them have their hands on the holster, right? And I can imagine, you know, you don't know what's going on. And there's one police officer that's just talking to this woman on the uh, driver's side. Everybody else is surrounding the car on the passenger and the back side. They all have flashlights and they're looking inside. So after 20 or 25, and now we are just like in it. We are having a, oh, a yeah. blast. You've popped popcorn. You, yeah. <laughs> we've got the candy bars out. The neighbors are all calling right. each other. Yeah, exactly. So my neighbor calls You're on me. next door. Yeah, I know. <laughs> live, live feed from next door. So my neighbor calls me and he goes, hey, man. The first, I answer the phone and I go, I don't have any clue what's going on yeah. if you're asking me. And he goes, oh, no, just making sure I saw you guys had a party earlier. I was making sure none of your, it wasn't any of your friends. And I'm like, do I really love I mean, it really that bad that you assume that my friend got pulled over directly in front of my house, like as soon as they left. So 20, 25 minutes, you know, adrenaline's rushing, every, you know, these guys. And then I noticed that across the street, the crazy carpet squash, you know, uh, carpet trunks squash lady, the uh, total Looney Tune that oh lives across God, the street. That's right. The oh. lady who threw an air conditioning unit out of her third story window because she because because she thought it was broken, but it wasn't plugged in. Um, this lady is standing out there in her nightgown, but she's standing like right on the street. And I'm like, you just don't do that. Like, no. don't get that close to the action. Eventually, and I don't know what happened. Um, because I couldn't exactly see, but I saw the aftermath. And what I assume happened was they smashed the window and they eventually pulled her out of the car. And she was yelling and screaming. She was just, you could hear it through the, you could hear it in the house. You could hear her yelling and screaming. So I'm like, wow, shit. So after every, you know, after they get her in the car and they're looking through the car, I start to walk outside, but I'm like, you got to be really careful about approaching police officers in a situation like this. They're all, you know, fucking adrenaline up. Yeah. They're all ready to sh- yeah. They're all ready to shoot something that moves right, mm-hmm. and I just want to make sure that I'm not. That there's the there's a right way and a wrong way to approach a police officer right after they've been in the middle of a situation like this, and I don't know which either of those ways are. I'm just like yeah. guessing. <laughs> I'm out in my you know Lululemon pants out there, <laughs> and so I I walk to my driveway, and so now I'm about I don't know about 15 feet away, and I'm hey officer, so what was she shit hat you know shit faced. And, he, and everyone that was like a bunch of them were in the car, like searching the car, and they all turn around with their hands on their holsters. And like, Back up, sir. Back up. We'll come talk to you later. We'll come talk to you later. The Eventually, one of the officers came by. Super nice guy. And he was like, yeah, so this woman was uh, having a, a, an emergency, having a, you know, a mental emergency. And she was upset about her family and the holidays and her job. She got fired from her job. Oh, and no. he said, you know, I talked to her. For you know, he said you saw. I, I talked to her for a long time, yeah. And I tried to get her to come out of the house, to come out of the car peacefully. He's like, but after you give a command forty times and someone's not listening, I don't really, you know, I don't really have much of a choice. Yeah, I can't yeah. let her drive away. Right? She says she's suicidal. Like I can't, and she's parked on your lawn. Like clearly, this lady is in no condition to be driving. She's parked on your lawn, making the hey, I'm here to get drugs horn sound. So. He just explained that she was suicidal, yeah. and then he said, well, you know, there's one of two ways that we could do this. We could have just let her go, towed her car, and gotten her a ride home. He's like, if she would have come out of the car peacefully, that's the approach I would have taken. He's like, but when you pull somebody out of the car, when they're resisting, you know, uh, our commands, he's like, we really don't have too much of a choice. You got to send her to jail. He goes, but in this case, sending her to jail is probably the best situation because she can't harm her. At le- there's a less likely chance that she'll harm herself, sure. and she can be seen by a professional. And so, 
you know, as the accolades and awards and parades start <laughs> lining up, I just wanted to make everyone aware that, you know, I am indeed a hero, but I, I don't want to be treated as such for too much longer. I think we let it go another month. And then after that, we're going to have to calm it down. Cause, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll keep that. I should mind. rightfully get the credit that I'm due <laughs> for saving this woman's life. But I, you know, I don't want it to drag on too long, Hoadley. Yeah. No. So uh, send your donation. We won't let it. I have a GoFundMe page. <laughs> Brian and Blue's superhero fund me page. <laughs> for new case. <laughs> the commercial break finally did something good for the world. Wait, does this need to go in the notebook? Goes in the notebook. Okay. Put it in the notebook. Go fund me page go for fun- Brian and Blue. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love this. Get Blue's voice box cut out. I think that surgery is about $2,000. <laughs> uh, it was a wild and weird situation. Have you ever been in a, like, have you ever been close up to a, a cop situation like that? Well, <laughs> uh, funny you should ask. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I have, and but more importantly, Papa Joe, my ninety-year-old grandfather, has, and this happened a few years ago. He had one of, <laughs> if I'm telling the story right, if I remember, okay, he had one of those uh, like black Lincoln Town cars, the ones that maybe sometimes police would drive back in the day. Oh yeah, 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 and he had one of those, and this is you know probably ten, fifteen years ago. And there was some kind of situation going on in his neighborhood. Okay. And he was coming back from going out to eat or something and didn't know. And he pulled in and the police are there and they just let him pull on through because they think he's a police. <laughs> <laughs> he had the authority to. Papa Joe <laughs> and is he like. Right on through. <laughs> he's to like, his house. He's like a drunk. And then, <laughs> He's like the emperor with no clothes. <laughs> Everyone just treats him with such deference. And he's really just a naked man walking down the street. I mean, I love Papa Joe. Don't get me wrong. But no, he gets yeah. in and out of all these situations. He does. he does. Because he's fucking Papa Joe. He is. He, everybody loves him. Yeah. He's just got that kind of personality. Some people are and- just born with that. You know what I'm saying? Astrid often says, she'll often say to me, go give them the Brian look. Right. Right. And, and I, you know, not humble bragging, but... The, I don't know. There's there's a like a way to talk to people, right? Where you like magically touch the inside of their soul. You know, you just be super nice and that's one of your superpowers. It is one of my superpowers, and and I know it. And it's not it, I'm it's not manipulative. I'm not faking it. I just think that you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. You right? You do. That's correct. Um, I think that's another yet another euphemism I've fucked up. But whatever, <laughs> you get it. So. She'll often say, you know, go give him the Brian look mm-hmm. and I'll go downstairs because we didn't have, we needed an extra towel in the room and I'll come back with like the presidential suite in the right. hotel <laughs> and free champagne and dinner. That's like Papa Joe. Yeah. Seriously. I one time I got a first class ticket to Europe for like $26. I mean, just because I asked, yeah. I asked nicely. Yeah. The driver's license place just gave a 91 year old man with one eye. I know. A that's unbelievable. Like, because of the way he talked to them. Oh my God. It was so sweet. I love it though. I love it. There are people who have this yes. superpower, this it's magic. Like, wow. I've seen a lot of people do it a lot better than I have too. There are some. We. I have a mutual friend, my best friend. He, mm-hmm. he has that oh, yeah. superpower. But it's kind of like a hippie superpower you know what i'm saying it does him well in like you know jungles and rainforests and at yoga retreats he just finds a he, way to... he would have it with jason momoa he yes he's instance. a jason momoa yes yeah it, that's like a it's like a very uh organic version of it right, right? and he's just like yeah brother mm-hmm. where are you from and then all of a sudden he's getting you know free meals at the steakhouse or or at the burrito uh, truck at the fish concert. He's got that smile, too. He does, too. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows him and it's everybody loves smile. him. Even if you don't know Rafa, you yeah, know Rafa. Yes. 
right? You know of Rafa, and so therefore to be in the presence of Rafa is a great thing. It is. Yeah, when I was a when I was a kid, and I was a kid, but when I was in my twenties, I was always so amazed by this deference that I guess it's the best word to use that Rafa got from everybody, mm-hmm. and almost none of them knew him, and it yeah. was like, how do you? <laughs> I'm a, I'm not quite there. I'm a little bit more edgy. I'm you know if you get me at the right moment, I got the magic touch. But if you don't get me at the wrong moment, I'm just a I'm just a crabby old man. I'm just like you're a pragmatic pragmatist. I'm a pragmatic yes. I'm a militant hippie, as my ex wife used to say. <laughs> but the cop situations they can be scary, you know. And they can. It was yeah. I honestly with well, you know all joking aside, I hope the woman is okay. I and it too. sounds like this is one of those situations, like a very a very illustrative version of the holiday blues. Like, you know, right. when you have a bunch of stuff that just goes wrong and they you just pile up, yeah, like I, I just imagined to myself that this lady was having such a fucking terrible moment in her life that she had to pull over. I'm and just glad just she was didn't like, like ram me through too. your house or something. Or somebody else. Yeah. 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 So I, whoever she is, I hope that she gets the help that, that she needs. And me while too. I hate to see anybody go to jail because been there, done that. And it fucking sucks. At the same time, you know, I do think maybe not me, but Blue is the hero here because <laughs> think about how serendipitous that is right. that Blue all of a sudden just kind of noticed that something she was a She is a guard dog. She is a guard dog in the worst possible way. <laughs> you know what I found out about Yorkies? Yorkies used to run around and they would run around the perimeter of like old English countryside homes, oh, right? I and could they see would that. be an alert dog. They would like bark if somebody was coming close or whatever. But then their second function was they would be let in the houses to go eat the mice and chase the mice and rats <laughs> around the basement. I'm like, it's a rat chasing a rat. That's what's going on there. When I was a I think I've told this story, but I'll repeat it. I think it's I think I think it's worth repeating, quite frankly, Chrissy. It's such okay. a good story. When I was um in my 20s, I worked at the local Chili's. And yes, I think I told you that the local Chili's bartender was also the local cocaine dealer for the entire the entirety of the county. Like, yes. And what he used to do is he would, you'd like go up to the bar and you'd be like, hey man, let me get a, you know, let me get a kid's margarita, right? That's what we used to say. And what he would do is he- That's not suspicious he, at all. No, not at all. I can't believe, and the managers were so fucking straight-laced. And, you know, I think that's, there's just one thing that, that people who work in the industry know, and that is a good drug dealer is not necessarily a bad thing to have hanging out at your bar. Right. Now, working behind your bar is a different story altogether. <laughs> but this guy would literally bring the business. He would bring the business. He'd come with a pocket full of fucking, you know, half grammars. And he, if you'd ask him for a kid's margarita, he'd throw it in a kid's cup and then he'd put the lid on and he'd hand it to you. Right. That's what he would do. Uh-huh. This guy would go. I'd watch him go through about 20 kids cups a night. I mean, it was just the most <laughs> unbelievable thing. So it's Friday night or Thursday, whatever night it is. And we're all hanging out. And, uh, you know, me and a couple of the people at the, that were there, I had a girlfriend Her the girlfriend had a twin sister. And then there was a guy who was dating the twin sister. So we're all going to go to the bar that's about, let's call it five miles down the street on like a state highway, like a four lane with a median in the middle state highway. Okay. So I said, hey, listen, uh, let me get a kid's margarita, right? I'm going to get a kid's margarita. We're going to hang out. And I put it in that little, tiny little pocket. Oh, the you know what I'm talking about? Pocket? The secret pocket the up there? Pocket, yeah, that's yeah. not a secret to anyone. No. <laughs> and, and I put a straw in there, like a cut-up straw in there, okay. too. 
we get in the car. I'll never forget. Red Honda Civic hatchback, 1998, circa 1998, right? Those old hatchbacks used oh, to yeah. be everywhere. <laughs> we get in this guy's car, the guy who's dating the twin sister. And then the twins are in their car behind us. And we're leaving. And it's probably midnight, one o'clock in the morning. We get half halfway there. And we're sitting in a major intersection. And there is uh, like a McDonald's and a Blockbuster, and a Piggly Wiggly, or whatever, right? A number of stores that are out there. We go through that light, and as soon as we go through that light, and I mean, we're not even a half a mile past that light, all of a sudden, there is two police officers are riding over the median in our direction, like what? heading toward us, riding over the median with their lights just come on, and all of a sudden, they're riding over the median oh to cut us off. What? And then all of a sudden, there's a number of cop cars behind us. Oh, my God. I am fucking <laughs> yeah, freaking. Of course. Here's me. <laughs> what do I do? Do I roll down the window? Do I throw it out? Do I just scream that I'm sorry I did some cocaine and please let me go? Or what do I do? Like, how, how do I handle this situation? Oh, you get that stomach drop. Oh, my God. Chrissy, I've never been so scared in my entire life as this moment because, listen, uh, you know, uh, mailbox, you know, hitting your neighbor's mailbox <laughs> with a baseball bat is one thing, right? But getting caught with like a major narcotic is a different thing altogether. It is. All of a sudden, now that all there's two or three spotlights that are in the, you know, <laughs> oh in God. going through the hatchbacks, and I am frozen still. And I don't remember a lot of talking between this guy and I, but what I do remember is him turning to me and saying, we're Do you screwed. have anything on you? He didn't know. He didn't oh, know I had this on know. me. But he turns to me and he says, surprise. Do you have anything on you? And I'm like, I didn't say a word. I was like, and he's like, just do what they ask. Yeah. Just do what they ask. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. What am I going to do? I'm surrounded by 40 fucking Georgia State Patrol Run! officers. Yeah. <laughs> Jump Step out of the, the window. Yeah. What if I'm just like climbing out of the passenger window and digging into my pocket at the same time? I didn't do it. I think I saw a deer high on cocaine. He's going that way. So all of a sudden, this is what you hear. Driver, put your hands outside of the window. Open the door. Do not make any sudden movements. And then so he gets out. He does what they ask. Put your hands on your head. Walk backwards toward the sound of my voice. They're doing what's called a felony stop. And that means they are so nervous about what's going on in the car, they want you My out God. of the car and on the ground before they're going to do anything else. How did they know about Chili's? Passenger, Brian, <laughs> we know about the kid's margarita. <laughs> Hand it to me and forget this ever happened. <laughs> Where can we find more kid's margaritas? It's Friday night. We're all bored. <laughs> So then they do the whole number with me, and I walk back. The police officer, then two police officers grab me. They put me on on their car, right, and they're searching me. But, you know, one of them is searching me, and one of them is kind of holding my hands up there. And the guy in the driver was getting the same thing on another on another uh, car. But I'm not thinking about that guy because all I'm thinking about is how I already used my right. call to call my dad, and he's never going to bail <laughs> right. me out of jail, and I'm totally fucked, and I really don't I really don't want to spend the night in a jail tonight. And I and I'm just scared. Shitless. Of course you are. So he's patting me down, and as he's coming up, he feels the straw, and he pulls it out, 
and then he digs into my pocket again, and then he pulls out the baggie, oh. and it's in his hand like this, and he flashes his flashlight like this, and then he puts his flashlight back down, and he puts the straw and baggie down back in my pants, and he says, you need to sit in the back of this car, and he... And he, without handcuffing me, puts me in the back of the car. But he put it back into Put your it back pants. into my pants. Chrissy, the Brian look. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but then they spend the next 15 minutes searching the car. However long it is. Feels like 15 minutes, right? And I am like, holy shit. Do I grab, yeah. the, do I grab this and like put it out? In the, do I put it on the floor? Do I step on it? Do I right. eat it? Do I do yeah. something with it? And I just decided no. Right. I'm just whatever the consequences are, the consequences are. It's my dumb ass. I got to live with the consequences. So uh, another officer opens the door. Name, you know, birth date, blah, 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 blah. Ten more minutes comes back. And, I, and I'm like, what is going on, officer? And he's like, I'll tell you in a few minutes. Sit back there. I'm going to run your name. No one's in the car with me. And then finally, the officer who had put me in the back of the car comes out. And he said, Mr. Green, come here. And I stood up and I got out. He said, stand against the car. And he takes his flashlight and he puts it directly into my eyes. And he goes, we stopped you tonight because someone in a red hatchback, just strong armed with a gun, robbed that blockbuster that you guys traveled on. And there were two people involved in it. And it was the same description as this car. And we thought it was you. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, now, I'm going to tell you something. Wherever, where are you going? And I was like, we were just going down to the bar, like this, you know, bar, whatever bar. And he says, no, you're not. You're going to go back to your house or to their home or wherever. You're going to go straight there. You're not going to stop and you're not going to be back out on these streets tonight. Mm -hmm. And you're going to consider yourself extraordinarily lucky this evening. Do you understand what I'm telling you? And I was like, yes, 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 I do. And yes, I'm like, yes, yes, I do. And he's like, because I could take you to jail, but I'm not going to because you're not the people we pulled over. I don't have cause. Right. And I was like, uh, okay. And so then I jumped back in the car (laughs) two days later. I'm bartending in the afternoon at the Chili's and two of these police officers come to eat, right? Uh, Two two police officers. And I think one of them was there, but I didn't recognize the other one. But, you know, I'm blah, 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 blah. And the officer goes, hey, you were uh, one of the guys that got pulled over the other night, weren't you? And I was like, yeah, actually, I was. You know, it was was two of us. We were wearing our chili shirts. So he's like, yeah, yeah. And and the other officer goes, oh, yeah, we heard about that in our debrief, you know. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And And the one officer who I don't think was there looked up at me and he goes, uh, were you the guy with the thing in the pocket? And I was, I just kind of laughed. I was like, like nervously, like, <laughs> I don't know. Who, me? <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, you're one lucky son of a bitch. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I, I hear you. And he goes, yeah, the, you, you, you really got, you really got a break there. And I was like, yeah. no, I understand. He's like, I just want you to understand how lucky you were. And I was like, I totally oh understand. God. It's also scary. Like it police is. officers can change your life. And for a lot of people out there there's a lot of reason to be scared of cops even if they're doing absolutely nothing wrong mm. we're talking about you know uh, black people and people who have traditionally been um handled differently right yep. for whatever reason mm. and we can all speculate on that um but if you've ever been involved with a police officer in any kind of meaningful way and in an interaction like that you understand you have no fucking control over what happens no you don't none you're at the mercy of them so the cop's sitting there for like you know 30 minutes afterwards and the tow truck comes and whatever he's just sitting there out there this is the situation yeah this situation that just happened and i just want to say that like astrid's astrid says why are why is he still sitting out there and i said because he uh, and they had the lady in the back of the car Uh and she's like don't don't they want to get her to jail and i was like listen once you're in the back of a car 
it does it doesn't like no one's looking to accommodate you. No one's going to take you to jail quickly so you can take a seat somewhere comfortable. No one. Because you know what? They don't have to. Number one. Number two, they have 75,000 forms to fill out. And number yeah. three, honestly, the back of the police car is the most peace and quiet you're going to get for a long time. True. <laughs> so just let it happen. Yeah. It's a horribly nerve-wracking thing um, to go through. And uh, yeah. And so... I now do all of my kids' margaritas here in the comfort of the commercial break studios. Located at. <laughs> oh, my God. found the most 90s thing I've ever found. Hello, all my friends out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Commercial Break. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world, 855-TCB-8383. Make sure to visit our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Full episodes air a few days after they do here on the audio feed and starting in season four the same day. You can go to the TCB podcast website at tcbpodcast.com, hear all the audio and watch all the video. You can also contact us all from tcbpodcast.com. Please follow us at the commercial break on Instagram and feel free to use our specialized URLs and or codes when you hear them on the commercials. Speaking of those sponsors, let's take a moment, hear from them, and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. I found a string of commercials from the 90s. That is so 90s. It's just 90s. Like you can't. I love the 90s. I love the 90s too. <laughs> and I love reminiscing about the yes. 90s. And so I found two things. I found a string of commercials, just pure 90s crazy commercials. And then I found a television show that broadcasts for, for just, I think, three episodes that you'll probably never remember. <laughs> but let's get to the first one on this episode okay. and then we'll travel back in time and watch the other one. I don't even want to give it away like it. because I don't want to you know, mislead people on that we're going to do this today. <laughs> uh, but would you like to take a look and reminisce on some 90s commercials? Well, I would love to. Okay. Well, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do, my friend Chrissy. <laughs> Fantasies, live talk, personal dreams. Try them now. Find out how. Call toll free. Women's fantasies, wild desires. Dial 1 800 926 2200. Women's fantasies, wild desires. All right. (laughs) It's just like, how objectifying can you get? I mean, I realize this still happens today, but women's fantasies, wild desires. Call now. Live, one on one. Dial 1 800 926 2200. Get personal. Desires. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling because I'm super horny. Oh, yeah, I bet you are. Take that big cock out. Start smacking it. What kind of fantasy do you have? Uh, I have a fantasy that's uh, like a, maybe a more female voice. I am a female, you asshole. What do you need? Uh, I just want to get off. I'm going to get you off. Don't you worry about it. Uh, just hold on for five to ten minutes while I transfer you. Tell the 99 a minute. That's what happened in those phone oh, calls. Because yeah. I made a few of them, and that's what happens. Contacts with personal dreams. Dial 1-800-926-2200. Fantasies, live talk, personal dreams. Try them now. Find out how. Call toll-free. Dial 1-800-926-2200. This is, a, this is an actual toll-free number. 
I don't believe that to be toll no, free for a second. No, I remember those. They would rope you in, and then they would transfer you. And then they would transfer you. Yeah. That and was they, a trick. Yeah, they started doing because those nine hundred numbers started getting in trouble. Those people made so, so much. Uh, there's a whole fucking podcast about that and about I the, to it. the the nine hundred numbers. The nine hundred numbers yes, is there really? So good. Oh yeah. God, I'd love to talk to them. We should reach out. I'd love to have yeah. them on the show. It's over eighteen. W.A.B. Community Board. Nothing like a community board. Community Bulletin Board. Bulletin. A bulletin board. Spring at the Akron Zoological Park's opening day. Tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5. With egg hunts for the children beginning at 1 p.m. <laughs> Jenny Thomas's birthday is tomorrow, 93 years old. Head on down to 44 Wacker Street for a great party with cake and uh, cake you can eat without your dentures. <laughs> Medallia County Park naturalist Paul Salduti will present a program entitled Searching for the Timberdoodle. Beginning at... <laughs> what the fuck is a Timberdoodle? I don't know. Searching for the Timberdoodle. Timber no, we might need to do a show on that. Uh, if there's a Timberdoodle, I want to know about it. Because if there's a Timberdoodle, it belongs on the commercial break. <laughs> yes. If Timberdoodle is a thing, I want to know about it. You, If you know that of anything related to Timberdoodles, please write in. 7 p.m. at Hidden Hollow Park. Call 722-9364. The Cleveland JC's 7th Annual Easter Carnival will be held on Saturday, April 10th from noon to 4 p.m. at the University Center Building Lobby at Cleveland State. Anytime that you have to advertise on the community bulletin board about what's happening, uh, like if your only form of getting the word out yeah. is the community bulletin board, you're sure to not get a crowd at <laughs> this thing. When you're, you when have you're, no marketing budget. When you're a professor <laughs> and you're giving a, <laughs> you're giving a speech on Timberdoodles. <laughs> what the fuck is a Timberdoodle? I don't know. It was a naturalist that was yeah. giving that talk. Is he going to do it in the nude? <laughs> it might. He's a naturist we or did, a naturalist. We did that whole episode. Oh yeah, too. we did. Yeah. <laughs> I, one of my dreams is for the commercial break to visit hedonism to do episodes from hedonism. The event is for children aged two to ten and their families. It's free and open to the public. You mean they're not charging for the timber doodle speech? <laughs> what a missed opportunity! I love uh, Channel 43's Community Bulletin. And the they music sell was for less than Sun that? The music was rocking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, I mean, this is like 90s gold right here. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this guy. Fredder says they sell for less than Sun TV. Shame on you, Fredder. Who are you trying to fool? Your artificially contrived prices don't represent an accurate comparison with Sun's everyday low prices. Just ask any... Wow, that's like... that's Who are you trying to fool? Who are you fool? trying to fool? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, what, what kind of argument is going on here? I don't know. Between Sun appliances and television and better and wetter is better or letter is better? I don't know. Fun shopper. Better is better? Is that what it said? Fredder is better? I don't think so. Sun is the best. Even though Fredder says they're better, I would say definitely go to Sun. It's never better to shop at Fredder. Sun TV in... <laughs> What's so bad about Fredder? I mean, they are dissing Fredder. <laughs> Fredder is, apparently has a bad name in the community. Oh like, to actually put a television commercial together talking about your How bad they competition are. like that? 
it seems like you would want to take the higher road and I just know. say Sun Televisions and Appliances. First of all, Sun Television and Appliances, I can guarantee is not, not around business. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but why bust on Fredder? Personally, I'm a Fredder guy, if you ask me. Chrissy. Yeah, I mean, you don't see Home Depot Fredder going, is better. screw Lowe's. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Those asshole at Lowe's. <laughs> Home Depot's President's Day sale is starting tomorrow. Don't go to Lowe's. They'll molest you. (laughs) Lowe's killed your grandmother. Come to Home Depot. (laughs) Lowe's is the reason... Lowe's is the reason for global warming. Come to Home Depot's President's Day sale. (laughs) At... We heard about a guy losing an arm in the self-checkout at Lowe's. Lowe's, you won't, Lowe's, your arm will be gone. I guess we're not getting that Lowe's buy in 2023, no, huh? Maybe not. It's comparison. You be the judge. Time was, you filed your tax return, then waited six to eight weeks for your refund. Well, those days are gone. Thanks to ABC's Rush Refund. Well, turn- those days are gone. Now we rip you off by charging 15% commission on any money you might get back. I love that they built a whole spider web I over know, the guy. over the guy. There was a guy waiting, sitting at a phone waiting. and then a spider web six to eight weeks. Like, <laughs> as if that's a really long time. First of all, second of all, the hair and makeup budget on this commercial is out of control. Uh, third of all, these places they'll they'll rip oh, you off. Yeah. You go there and ask. I mean, I know re- I realize it's a great service for a lot of people, but I did it. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not in the long. They run. charge you twenty two percent or yeah. something like that. They take a huge. Chunk. Yeah, and then if it's different, like if the tax return comes back different and like they didn't owe you as much money, then they're coming after you yeah. for that money. It's <laughs> fucked up. Tax return into fast cash with ABC's Rush Refund Loan. Turn your tax refund into fast cash in as little as three days. We'll even prepare your federal tax return for free. Why wait? Call your nearest ABC check cashing location at 663-4901. This was before they had to have any disclaimer at the bottom about anything. About nothing. Now it's all disclaimers. It was a bait and switch. Yeah, now all you have to... Now, like even Instagram, you know posers or whatever they call them now influencers, influencers or whatever <laughs> they all have to put disclaimers on their shit yeah. too and i think to some degree they should have to yes. right it's like you know we do commercials and we do them so they sound like commercials so it's clear that it's a commercial but there are it's like if you couldn't get away with this today no. you couldn't just say whatever you wanted to say and you couldn't certainly smash your competition like you know <laughs> Uh, whatever it is. Wetter is better because I go to fretter that's 663-4901 does hair make a difference? You bet it does. You've seen our competitors' commercial on TV. You may have even paid their ridiculously high prices. Bio Hair and Scalp Clinic will give you the same procedures they do and save you 30 Bio Hair and Scalp Clinic takes your real pubic hair and puts it directly on top of your head. Look at the difference. <laughs> Come get this cheap head of hair. <laughs> Come get this Merkin. We'll, we'll paste it on your head. Don't splurge on, don't splurge on any ha- real-looking hair. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> As long as something's on your head, something here at Bio Hair and Men's Men's Erection Problem Clinic, we say something's better than nothing. We take the pubic hair from the last client and put it on your head. Always wanted a Can perm. Can you imagine if you do that? Like a pubic hair Ponzi scheme. 
Don't give anybody ideas. I know. They're like (laughs) taping hair on this guy's head. And they're like, before you leave, Mr. Better, (laughs) Mr. Wetter. (laughs) By the way, love your appliance store. I just need to shave your pubic hair for the next client. (laughs) I think I have a business idea here. Yeah. (laughs) 40%. See what you look like with a full head of hair before paying any money. If you don't like the appearance, you don't have to pay. Our competitors won't do that. Our competitors won't put other people's pubic hair on your head, but we will. <laughs> Wait, I have to love that this guy has a newspaper that's called yeah. Hair, hair Loss, loss Facts. Facts. There's a whole publication. Hair Loss, to- yeah, <laughs> hair loss Facts Daily. <laughs> well, the golden age of newspaper is certainly over <laughs> because in the 90s, there was Hair, hair Loss Facts Daily. <laughs> now and receive this free newspaper on Hair Loss Facts. No, I'm not the president. I'm just one very satisfied customer. What? <laughs> what a well, tagline. The, the other competitor was the guy that says, I'm not just a customer, I'm uh, the president. Yeah, I'm the president. Oh, Remember okay, that? got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See the fabulous gospel musical, The Living Cross, at the State Theater, April 9th and 10th. Tickets on sale at the Playhouse box office or called... What I love about these commercials, what I love about this particular, like all these commercials strung together, is it's such a time capsule. It's oh, such, yeah. like in the 90s, especially in the early 90s, first of all, the resolution is horrible. How You, you can't read anything, you can't see anybody's face There's clearly. There's no area code. There's zero area codes on any of the phone numbers. There's no disclaimers. But everything is done so cheaply... Mm-hmm. Which back then probably seemed like a miracle they could even get it done whatsoever. Just to be on TV was a oh, big yeah. deal. Right yeah. now, I mean, honestly, if you had a commercial on TV, it would be like, ah, whatever. Unless it was like the Super Bowl or something like that. Um, but it's such like a time capsule of yes. where we were in the world, right? And I just love it. And if and again, if you have to advertise <laughs> on a station like this, you're probably not doing too well in the first place. One six thousand. Put it on the line. They even do advertisements about trains. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. It's just a train ride. It's just a train, train ride. ride. Yeah. A train ride with a phone number. If you like trains, call us now. <laughs> call for reservations before train, it disappears. That train had like five cars. That, yeah. That <laughs> looked very long. Well, because they're doing their advertising on WAEB43, which, by the way, was UHF, not VHF. So it wasn't even the good channels. It was just the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, we'll uh, do more of that. We'll do more of that. We'll do more 90s. We'll get to it. I took up the whole conversation with my police story. I'm trying to calm people down. All the yeah. hero worship's getting old. Well, I mean, you can't help it, Brian. I mean, it's just who you are. Can't help it. Fredder is better. <laughs> Makes me wetter. <laughs> You'll go blind shopping at Lowe's. Come to Home Depot. <laughs> Lowe's is killing puppies in the backyard. <laughs> I can't believe people got away with that. It's I know, and then it says judge for yourself. Like, well, why? How are you supposed to judge for yourself? yourself They're telling you, you not can't to go. go. There. Yeah, if I can't get there, what am I going to do? How am I supposed to know? <laughs> They're killing puppies in the backyard. All right, so I know it's getting toward the end of season three. We've had a great time. It's been a wonderful journey. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We're coming back fresh and rested in the first full week of February for season number four. We're winding down. 
I'm going to go have a baby. Yes, you are. And uh, I'll Very take a few weeks with my her. kid. Yeah, I'm excited to meet her, too. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to meet her, too. I'll be the first one that meets her. Yes, so that's Well, will. the doctor will be the first one, and then I'll be the second one yes. that, that meets her. And I'm super excited. So we feel very uh, grateful and blessed to have everybody that's been listening uh, over this period of time. Thank you for visiting our sponsors. We got wonderful feedback from our Lululemon commercials yeah, and our Jordan fantastic. Harbinger commercials. And I know that they've been running for a long time, so I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, but I promise, fresh sponsors, fresh content, fresh ideas, season number four, first week in February. If you'd like to get a hold of us, if you have any content ideas, comments, questions, concerns, if you have any ideas for the show, how we could be better, how we could possibly do worse, feel free <laughs> to call us, 855-TCB-8383, 1-855-TCB-8383, toll free from anywhere in the world. Text us, leave us a voicemail. It's not a spam text message line. I will respond. We will respond. We promise. TCBpodcast.com. Hit the contact us button and you can do the same thing. You can also watch all the video and listen to all the audio. YouTube.com slash the commercial break is where you go to see full episodes a couple days after they air. And in season number four, the exact same day they air in audio. Look at that. Oh, my God. Technology. Just catching up with us. All right. I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. I love you, Chrissy. I love you. Best to you, Chrissy. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say we do say we must say goodbye. goodbye.